Hi, it's Leon Dolan, and my new book, The Marriage Sabbatical, is out now and available everywhere. People Magazine chose it as an April pick of the month, one of the best this week, a hopeful take on commitment, they said, and an innovative story about marriage. Mmm, sounds juicy. The Marriage Sabbatical, out now, available everywhere. You're listening to Satellite Sisters. What's a Satellite Sister? The person you call when the best thing in your life happens or the worst. The person that gets you up, gets you going, and gets you through. And every once in a while, changes your mind. This podcast is part pep talk, part weekly check-in. Like grabbing coffee with a friend. Thanks for being here. Welcome to the Satellite Sisterhood. You're listening to Satellite Sisters. We're so happy you're here today. I'm Leon Dolan in Pasadena, California. I'm a writer, producer, and guess what, girls? I saw a BuzzFeed quiz, and who can resist that? And it Cannot was, resist. What have you given up permanently since COVID? All right, wow. Liz, let us okay. know what's happening right. there. I'm Liz Dolan. I'm the middle sister. I'm in Santa Monica. Well, I did kind of realize uh, like a year ago, I guess, that... The only two places I'm ever going are the dog park and physical therapy. So I really don't need dangling earrings, Leah. There's just like, I found myself putting on earrings to go to the dog park. And and then they just get all caught up in your mask anyway, because I like that. So forget it. They're, they're out. So it's been a while since, since me and earrings have spent some time together. How about you, Julie? Liz, you're wrong about the earrings. This is Julie Dolan. I'm the oldest sister. Um, I like to give advice that nobody listens to. I'm a podcaster and live in Dallas, Texas. Liz, dangling earrings, hold on to them. For me, I don't know. I haven't been to a movie in a movie theater in a really long time. And I don't know if I'm ever going back. That's, I guess, that's sort of where I am. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe. We'll see. That's, uh, that's yeah. on my list. Yeah. yeah. Well, I definitely will never share a drink with anyone again. You know, have you ever like take yeah. a sip or yeah. you know, you get a spouse or a child? Forget it. I'm done. That's over. And <laughs> it was gross before. Why didn't I realize it? I don't know. <laughs> okay. I do hesitate getting into elevators with people now in a way I never used to either. So yeah, you just have to think twice about everything. Okay. Uh, that's what the BuzzFeed list said, Liz. Think twice about going anywhere or doing anything. Uh, all right. What, what have you given up since COVID? Let us know on the Facebook page. Uh, we are the Satellite Sisters today on the show. What's happening? Well, we have a sports desk. So we have a lot of sports things uh, um, collected here. Liz, you're going to tell us the Beijing Olympics, sort of a new story that surprised you. Yeah, very surprising. I want to say like, yeah, yeah. Well, wait till I tell you. Okay. I, hope you'll, I hope you'll be surprised. All right. Um, Julie, you have found some unexpected activity as therapy. What's Yes, I have. I'm really excited about this. I can't wait to tell you. And you, Sister Leanne, were the one who inspired me. Oh, that's nice to hear. Mm-hmm. That's great. Uh, also, um, what's coming up? Well, it happened, people. I joined Pickleball Nation. And uh... <laughs> Yes, Leanne. Yes. <laughs> I tell you all about my first experience playing pickleball this weekend. Um, all right. Is it but really Julie, the fastest growing sport in America? Yes. I keep seeing those headlines. Yes, wow. Liz, we covered this. I covered this on our <laughs> podcast. If you were listening, go back several months. We did a whole segment on um, pickleball. I remember. Liz, I'm going to tell you why. 
I just okay. did a little analysis. So tell you what, what, what the key is to pickleball. Okay. All right, Jill, but first what's up in your world? Uh, well, I have to start with a confession. I know it's only January, but I totally broke down and I needed a chocolate bar last week. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I just needed one. I, I don't have things like that in my house. So I went to Trader Joe's. That's all I needed was a chocolate bar. Like I didn't have any other shopping items. So I go marching in there. I have my mask on, all of that. Um, but I, I don't know. I just feel too guilty. Like I can't just buy a chocolate bar, you know, in the middle of the day. Something's wrong with that. I mean, so I am looking for other items. I'm calling this decoy items that yeah. I can purchase along with the uh, chocolate bar. So when I get to uh, the checkout, now, not that the Trader Joe uh, checkout guy cares what no. I'm buying. I'm wearing no. a mask. He knows who I am, but I care. I care deeply. And so I'm in Trader Joe's. I am wandering around like thinking, okay, I have a chocolate bar. What would be a good product that would have some draping effect so I could <laughs> drape it over the chocolate bar on the, on the belt, you know, at the, on the checkout belt. So, mm -hmm. but you know, like a frozen bag of pot stickers, I thought that would be good. But then I thought, Oh, that's disgusting. A chocolate bar and pot stickers can't do that. <laughs> so then I'm like, maybe a bag of avocados. You see what I'm doing? I like, yeah. I yeah. am in, in Trader Joe's like 15 minutes. I could have been in and out of the store. Nobody would have known, but I needed to find some, uh, some, some decoy items. So I made up this scenario that, Oh, I'm buying a chocolate bar because I'm having a little snack party. And so I bought other snacks, like a bag of pita chips that was very nice that fit over the chocolate bar. And then I bought some crackers. <laughs> wow. What, what is wrong that with women? That just sounds exhausting. <laughs> oh, come on. B believe me. Okay. You tell me you have not gone into oh, the drugstore right. and bought some feminine products feminine and then products, bought, yes. and bought yeah. a giant uh, jar or a, a bottle of conditioner that you don't need because, right. okay, yeah. we all buy decoy items, no. don't we? Yes, it's just, I think a chocolate bar is a lot healthier than any of the things you've just mentioned. So I wouldn't feel like those pot stickers at Trader Joe's, the, that is going to make your face blow up. They have so much sodium in them. But a nice dark chocolate chocolate bar, that's the healthiest thing you mentioned in that whole scenario. <laughs> All right. And it's just so funny that we assume people care. Yeah, exactly. And you know that they don't. No one is paying attention. Nobody at cares. Nobody cares what you're buying. And they don't know it's you because you have the mask on. But I care. I care. And I'm still buying decoy items. Uh, I feel like that there is like a magazine article in this, possibly a book of good pairings of you know, things that work well, like, you know, with feminine products or like if you have to go down the GI tract uh, uh, aisle, you know, you right. know, that's, uh, that's kind of personal too. So, yeah. you know, what can you bunch with that, that uh, does, that tells a different story than what's really going on? Yeah. Are you buying like the six pack of wine at eight in the morning? So you just <laughs> arrange like loaves of bread around it as if that's normal. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You got it. Decoy items. <laughs> okay. Well, Julie, I have a book for you that I'm going to recommend at the end of the, uh, end of the show. I think it's going to help you with some of your guilt over eating chocolate in the middle okay. of the day issues. Um, hey, a quick follow-up. 
So remember a couple of uh, Thanksgiving, we had our niece, Megan Dolan on, she told us about her work there in Northport, Long Island for an anti-bullying, anti-racism national organization called Not In Our Town. Mm-hmm. So and Megan has gotten very involved in this organization and the working of the hometown that she lives in, in Long Island, Northport. So she announced on Instagram and Facebook this weekend that she is running for office there in Northport. That, Good for that her. Is so exciting. I you know. know. Yeah. And I, I, I'm really happy because, because she is of a different generation And I like to see younger people inspired to go into public service, to go into, you know, political life, you know, at a time when our politics are pretty toxic. So it's great to have fresh, young, idealistic voices um, that are willing to work hard um, to make their communities better. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it would be easy to be cynical, Julie, but I think she's hopeful. She has three children. She uh, is a lawyer. She was a uh, worked in the DA's office and then went to a private practice um, for an insurance company. And so when she was in corporate law and she's taken up this advocacy work with Not In Our Town, and I think it's really impacted her. I think she always did have some long-term plans to maybe run for office, um, but she decided now is the time. So the trustee of Northport is a great place to start. It's a local election. She's looking for signatures. She needs 200 signatures to get on the ballot for March 15th. We are going to put uh, her Facebook page there. She's an official candidate Facebook page. You have to be a registered voter in Northport. (laughs) I feel like all of the satellite sisterhood would be happy to sign. Certainly line up everyone in our family to vote. Yeah. But if you know people in Northport or that part of Long Island or just curious about Megan and her candidacy or what's going on, want to support female uh, females running for office. Great. Uh, We have the link to her Facebook page in our show notes and we'll spread it around as well. We'll be on the website and we'll put it in the face Facebook group. But congratulations, Megan. That is really exciting. And I love this. She had her first like signature gathering party. And uh, this weekend, right when she announced it, and and so I said, how'd it go? She said, well, and she is the uh, the daughter of our oldest brother, Jim, and our sister-in-law, Mary. She said, well, Jim and Mary brought bagels. So it was great. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's good. The, the thing about Megan is not only is she a really good person, she's a super hard worker. Yeah. So she's the kind of person you want running your town. We, I think. Yes. Yeah. I love it. I love exactly it. the right profile. Yeah. Yeah. So go, go Meg. We're very excited. Megan Dolan, okay. Megan Dolan for office. There you go. I like the sound of it. I want that bumper sticker. Okay. Well, Leanne, I have to give you a big thank you because you posted in our Facebook group this week, a beautiful picture of some flowers in pewter vases. Uh, The flowers were from your backyard, your garden, and it just inspired me. I thought, oh, that looks really nice. That's very pleasant. And I have to say during, during this terrible time. I haven't been buying many flowers. I don't know. I just, that seems, seems expensive. I certainly don't have any flowers growing in my backyard or, you know, that I could clip for this purpose. But I said, okay, I'm going to get some flowers and I'm going to uh, arrange them and put them in, put them in a vase. And you know what? That is a very enjoyable thing. Now, Leanne, I feel wow buying buying flowers, yeah, buying flowers and putting them in vase that actually. And hey, do not mock me, sisters, because 
actually arranging flowers is is a real stress reliever okay you can look this up and it's been scientifically proved they had a study out of rutgers it was a double blind study where uh, participants were presented with a candle a fruit basket or a bouquet and they measured how how people responded to flowers because when you have flowers and you're working with flowers you are connecting with nature you are you feel you smell the aroma of the flowers the colors the shapes stimulate 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 your brain in a different case uh, in a different way in and in this study at Rutgers in every case when with the with the participants a candle a fruit basket or a bouquet of flowers everyone chose the flowers. Uh, and, and you know what, when they chose the flowers, they also had something called a Duchenne smile. Do you know what a Duchenne smile is? No, no, no see, I didn't either. And normally we don't do follow-up questions on satellite <laughs> sisters, but I, I looked it up sisters. Okay. A okay. Duchenne smile is named by Guillaume for Guillaume Duchenne. And that's when you smile from ear to ear. Okay. It is a very heartfelt smile. And that's what flowers do they elicit that kind of reaction because of the odor the color the shapes and the palettes and so it's really good for you to do that you know when you think about think about your days a lot of time you are just you know you get up you have coffee and then you're at the computer all right but if you take the time to actually arrange flowers. Leon, it's not gardening. I don't have to garden, which I am happy about because I don't like gardening. I didn't realize you felt so strongly against gardening. No, I hate that. I tried it. It's like, it's like you and hiking. I I just, I've tried it. It's not for me. It's the dirt. You got to bend over uh, the weeds. Don't like it. Okay. But here's the thing about arranging flowers. Tending is mending, Liz. Okay, remember that. Oh. Okay, okay. Wait, say that again. Tending, tending is, mending. is mending. Okay, taking care of something else gives you a sense of purpose. So if you stop and you arrange flowers, mm-hmm. it's actually a very calming, accessible thing to do. Okay, you can buy the flowers at at CVS. You can use them as your decoy item with your chocolate. <laughs> Okay. Yes. (laughs) Think about that. Okay. And it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what you put them in. You can do whatever you want. Okay. But it improves your mood. It gives you a sense of gratitude and pride and you can enjoy it without perfectionism. How about that? I think that's the key because people can get pretty wrapped up in, in flower arranging, but like they don't know how to do it. Just stick them in a bowl. Just make it fun. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, but I, I think floristry is a good way to reboot our brains. And so I'm going to be participating in that um, this year. All right. We want to see some pictures, Julie. Okay. See All right. You talk, you're talking a big game. Over okay. There, but so don't I'm... stress me out about the pictures now, Leanne. See, I'm supposed to be stopping in the moment, yeah. you know, studying each, each stem and enjoying that. So uh, d- don't rain on my parade over okay. here. I will not. Mm. I will not. Now, well, now you're making me feel a little guilty. Speaking of things we've given up during COVID, remember first year of COVID, I started an herb garden on my little terrace. Yeah, well, that's gone by the wayside. You know that. Hmm. Tending is mending. <laughs> Tending is mending. Tending is mending. Okay, but 
Okay, but one habit I did pick up uh, during COVID, which, you know, is helping me flourish my word for the year 2022, is, of course, cooking. So I have a, uh, I have a major announcement, uh, sisters, is uh, Cooking with Liz is moving to a new network. Yes, that's true. <laughs> What is this, Liz? This is what's called marketing, Julie. Marketing. Okay. It's all about how something is positioned. So, you know, I've been doing Cooking with Liz live in our Facebook group, and it's been super fun. And I never expected it to go on this long, but it did. So here we are. And, you know, it's 2022 now. But we have started the new Satellite Sisters YouTube channel. And uh, YouTube is more accessible to people than Facebook or Facebook groups because some people just aren't into Facebook. They aren't really on that kind of social media. They don't want to join a group, whatever. So I know I already told you I uploaded all of the previous episodes of Cooking with Liz to the Satellite Sisters YouTube channel. But now I'm going to start doing the show on YouTube. So that's the new network. So... <laughs> That's I'm a YouTuber. Bold and I'm, I'm, a, I'm a YouTuber. That's it. I'm I'm now officially a YouTuber. So on the Satellite Sisters channel, I mean, I haven't tried it yet. So this is the announcement that on February 3rd, this will be my first live show. So not just posting a video the way a lot of YouTubers just post videos. Well, anyone can do that. Anyone can do that. No, I'm going to be live because that's my thing. That's the cooking with Liz thing. So February 3rd, at 5 p.m. Pacific time on the Satellite Sisters YouTube channel. Uh, we are going to talk about uh, recipes to celebrate, you know, the Betty Crocker 100th anniversary. I, I mentioned that last week. So I need your help, uh, sisters and misters, to help me choose. I want one recipe that is sweet and one that is savory. So I will post this in the Facebook group and you can also email us. So whatever your favorites are, and uh, we'll just talk about it on February 3rd. I don't want to do anything too ambitious on February 3rd because it's my first try, right? So, right. so there's, no, there's no cooking in this first episode. This, this is just the premiere, just the, the premiere of Cooking with Liz on YouTube. And so if you have recipes you think that I should make to celebrate Betty Crocker, they do not have to be Betty Crocker recipes. Oh, really? Um, no, no. I think whatever, like whatever you think is the best bake thing you know how to make, either sweet or savory. Like there was, uh, um, there's always stuff popping up in the, in the Facebook group that people are making at home. I'm thinking, well, I could make that. That's like a, a pound cake or there was something in the group. Anyway, last week. So, but if, if you're not in the Facebook group, so you, but you still want to send me a suggestion of what I should make. Remember email. Yeah, we've got one. Um, it's called just hello at satellitesisters.com. So you can email in any suggestion you have about what I should try to bake during the month of February. And then on February 3rd at 5 PM Pacific time, I will pop up on my new network. So there we go. We're going to try it once. We're going to see how it goes. And then we'll take it from there. Exciting, right? New it's network. It's it yes. great news. Liz. It's old. It's big, Liz. It's, it's got, it's got you all over it. Right. Yeah. 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 Well, it's not we'll too see. late. It's never too late. Whatever you've been saying for the last couple of weeks <laughs> to become that's a true. YouTuber. Yeah. yeah. I think the acquiring new skills and things. Yeah. That's what 
I'm going to try to do a little bit. I'm flourishing. I'm flourishing. So that meant moving from a small network, a closed Facebook group to a big network, YouTube. <laughs> Liz, summer is coming up and you know what that means? It means you're grilling. You're grilling and chilling sure. there yes. with your with your butcher box. What, what do you got going on the grill this summer? Well, you know, here's the thing. Because I'm going to be up in, in Bend for a part of the summer, yeah. I'm having my box sent there, Leon. That's I mean, great. Go on vacation with your butcher box is what uh, what what I'm recommending. Yeah. Either way, you're just going to buy meat and fish and stuff when you get there. Why do that? Anyway, you I love their steaks. I love their scallops. The scallops are really good, and the chicken thighs, all good. I'm ready. That's right. ButcherBox gives you peace of mind and easy-to-find high-quality meat and seafood you can trust. It's 100% grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, pork that's raised crate-free, and wild-caught seafood, no antibiotics or added hormones. And as Liz said, delivered right to your doorstep. And you can customize that delivery plan, Liz, right? Because yeah. it can go wherever you want it to go, whenever you want it to go. If you want to delay it a week, you know, speed it up a week, you just go to your ButcherBox account and you can make that all happen. It's so easy to manage online. Yeah. And if you're like Liz, you can take your ButcherBox on vacation, which is... <laughs> That's nice. That's nice. <laughs> nice to have something familiar there. <laughs> yes. So if you want to take your meat on vacation, sign up at butcherbox.com slash sisters and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional 20% off. So you can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash sisters and use code sisters to choose your free for year offer. Plus get $20 off your first order. Thanks, ButcherBox. Hey, it's Liz and Leanne here, and we want to thank Pros for supporting this episode of Satellite Sisters. Now, you know, Liz, I've been out and about with my new book, The Marriage Sabbatical. Mm -hmm. The book is getting rave reviews. I'm very happy. But you know what else is getting rave reviews? My hair, Liz, my hair from pros is getting rave reviews. Leon, I am not surprised. You have been on that pros hair regimen for quite a while. I mean, you have good hair anyway, but now you have great hair because you've really paid attention to it. Well, Liz, pros is made for people, not hair and skin types. Personalization is rooted in everything they do from their in-depth consultation to their made-to-order model. And you know what? I love the regimen they have me on. I, do I take the hair vitamins every day? Yes, I do. Do I use my shampoo and conditioner made especially for Lee and Dolan? Yes, I do. Do I sometimes use the leave-in conditioner when it's, my hair's really dry? I do. And I even have a pre-scalp thing that they give me. Okay, pros, you, you're the boss. I'll take it. <laughs> you tell me what my hair needs. That sounds good. And here's the thing. It's personalization, Liz. For yeah. millions of possible formulas, only one is uniquely Leans. Okay, and I'm I'm using it. Pros mm -hmm. isn't just better for you; it's also better for the planet, Liz. They're certified B Corp, cruelty free, and the first and only carbon neutral custom beauty brand. So, Pros, we love you. I love the photos of my hair. Couldn't be happier. <laughs> photos of your hair. There are people in the photos too. That's the thing about a book tour. Everybody yeah. has their picture taken with Leon and then post it. So yeah. the hair is important. <laughs> Couldn't be happier, Pros. Pros is so confident that you'll bring out your best hair and skin. They're offering an exclusive trial offer of 50% off your first subscription order at pros.com slash 
sisters. So you get your free consultation, then 50% off at pros.com slash sisters. And pros is spelled P-R-O-S-E, pros.com slash sisters. Thanks, pros. Well, sisters, it happened. I finally joined Pickleball Nation. <laughs> Good, Lillian. Happy to have you on board. Now, I know within the satellite sisterhood community that people think pickleball is the answer to all of life's questions. Really? <laughs> pretty, much, pretty much, Lillian. Pretty much. Every uh-huh. single time someone posts like, gee, I moved to a new town. What should I do to meet new friends? Pickleball. Gee, I'm retiring. What should I do with my husband? Pickleball. You uh-huh. know, oh, I'm recovering from an injury. What should I do? Pickleball. Like uh-huh. that's it. And we have a lot of pickleball enthusiasts in our community. And that's great. And I thought now's the time to try it. A friend of mine invited my husband and I to be part of a clinic at her tennis club. She belongs to a tennis club. We do not. Um, So we said, sure. It sounded, I mean, he was on the fence, but we said, sure. Cause it sounded fun because there were um, tacos involved after the pickleball. So that's always good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Here's the thing. I haven't been on a tennis court in like nine years because nine years ago I hit a forehand that nearly destroyed my shoulder. So, and then I spent a year rehabbing what I had was frozen shoulder. It was like all this rotator cuff. It was so painful. I never want to go through that again. So Mm -hmm. I used to play a lot of tennis and be kind of a nifty little tennis player, but I haven't even been on a court in nine Mm -hmm. years. So I have not been part of a pickleball nation. So I thought, okay, well, I was a little nervous to get back on a court and I'll be honest. I hadn't, um, I hadn't spent two minutes thinking about pickleball. Like, I don't know what it looks like. I didn't know what the rackets were. I didn't know what. (laughs) Okay. Well, first of all, they're not rackets. So I'm sure they all did that. Right. Yeah. Okay. Did you have court shoes? Did you have the right shoes? No, I didn't even have court shoes, which I know. So that, that was a lesson, but I went for it anyway. I will say this. I did go uh, to a very large company that delivers things very quickly to your house. And (laughs) I, I purchased a pickleball set. Okay. Cause I thought, I don't want to share. I don't want the I want the best equipment possible. And you know what? It's very modestly priced equipment. So that is it's part of the pickleball nation. Yes. It is accessible land. Everything about it is accessible, Julie. It is a very accessible sport. So we got our pickleball rackets and balls right in time. No one was more surprised than I when I opened up the kit of pickleball uh, equipment. And the balls are wiffle balls. No, well, they're pickleball balls, Leanne. I don't <laughs> confuse them. Julie, they're, they're very similar. They look, they're, they, they're a cousin of a wiffle ball. Yes. Liz, did you know that? I did not know that. No, yeah. I'm, I'm, no I'm just trying to think, maybe somebody needs to bring back wiffle ball. That was fun. <laughs> Also, also very accessible, very accessible. And Liz, this, Julie, this is the thing. The key to the accessibility is the wiffle ball. It has nothing to do with the pickleball or the racket or anything. It's the wiffle ball, wiffle ball just equalizes everybody on the court because no matter how hard you hit a wiffle ball, it's still going to like blow around in the air. And so even like the strongest, youngest person on the court is not that much stronger than anyone else on the court. 
because of the wiffle ball. I was just well. So see, that, that is why beginners like it, Land, because you're yes. lulled into that point of view. That is not exactly true at all. Uh, when you play with skilled players, they can. I hit see the ball. that there, yes. there's more strategy, but it does mean like after the first couple, uh, after the first hour, you're like, oh, this is enjoyable. I'm having fun. Yes. It's, so it's it's super accessible, and the wiffle ball is the key. So. <laughs> Did I whiff a couple of times? Yes, because you think you're holding a tennis racket and it's a yes. small paddle. Or like you run to get something and the ball just dies because it's a wiffle ball and it's not, <laughs> not supposed to bounce on a court. So, and there's some rules that, you know, I, I kept blowing. I kept uh, running into the kitchen and yeah, that was not yeah. good. Um, yeah. But, uh, and apparently the scoring is sort of, it's elaborate. It's elaborate. Yeah. Uh, but you get it after yeah. the second lesson. You you figured that out. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's not. Yeah. It's not the Pythagorean theorem. Like I went and looked it up. <laughs> like, okay. It's not that complicated. <laughs> right. It's like volleyball scoring with another extra number. But okay. Yes, uh, that's exactly right. Yes. So it just all in all, very fun, very accessible. Got to get court shoes. I have. We have some paddles now and wiffle balls. That's it. So I'm a part of pickleball nation. Happy to be there. Thank you for Brilliant. welcoming me. Thank okay. you for welcoming me. I, I'm sure you and your husband will in, be in the mixed doubles national finals within, <laughs> within a day or two, a month or two. You know, you know what? Joel, you that will. part of my life is over. I, the super competitive thing. I just, yeah, I, you just want to get good to have fun. Like that part of my life is over because my knees have said it's over for you. You're, <laughs> you can't. Okay. But <laughs> that's why I got to get the right shoes. But yeah, I mean, I was worried he wouldn't want to do it because he doesn't like to be bad at sports. Uh huh. And so his first, I was thinking he's, he's hesitant because it's going to be his first time in public, but no, he picked it up quite quickly and he was fine. And we held our own. That's all I want to say. We were fine. I don't think we're national championship bound, but you never know. I mean, if there's like an over 80 division and I'm sure there is because of the whiff football, it just, <laughs> <laughs> so it's a lifetime sport for you already, huh? Yeah. <laughs> that's it it's the answer to everything Liz pickleball oh okay all right well as long as we're talking about sports uh, did you know that we have a winter olympics coming right up it's um, easy to forget right yes hard yes. to believe because yep. it's it's a little bit of a downer you know I think maybe we should stop sending olympic games to authoritarian regimes who are conducting genocide just a thought just a yeah. thought on that mm -hmm. but okay you try to just I try to focus on the athletes because we love the athletes right right, yes. that, right. what makes the olympics so special is you know you have these athletes often toiling away in sports even more obscure than uh wiffle ball uh, though I am going to start the movement to have that become an Olympic sport now that we've mentioned it. Why shouldn't wiffle ball be an Olympic sport? You could have old people playing it. It would be good. The Olympians are all so young. Let's have some sports for old people. Um, anyway, so Olympics are coming up in Beijing. As you know, there's a very um, uh, severe testing protocol. Uh, there are all kinds of issues with the, with the virus over there. Shockingly, last week, NBC announced that they're not sending their commentators. So that. yeah, so that they are going to be covering the sports from Stanford, Connecticut, which is, I'm sure they can do that. They did that in the Summer Olympics, but still, doesn't it make you a little sad? 
the, you know, because yeah. it's, I love seeing the commentators like standing on the side of the downhill hill and it's snowing really hard and you can barely see them and they're trying to talk. I think that's a very important part of the Winter Olympics is inclement weather. Right. And, and so now that they're all going to be in a studio in Stanford, I'm a little bit uh, bummed out about that. But still, you got to love the athletes. So then I saw this story and I was like, you're kidding. Those poor athletes. So here's the headline. Olympic burner phones. Athletes warned about bringing personal devices to China for 2022 Beijing Games. So here's the deal. Athletes from several countries, including the United States, are being encouraged to leave their personal cell phones and laptops at home next month due to cyber surveillance concerned concerns at the 2022 Beijing Winter Games. Well, come on. I mean, I understand why we're it's doing it. It's not really unexpected, though, Liz. No. Right? I mean, no. you've been to China. You know, that's uh, probably safer for the athletes not to have you know, their personal phones with whatever they have on their personal phones um, that would be accessible to the Chinese. Yeah, but it makes it harder. Yeah, I mean, the athletes are being asked to give up so much. A lot of the athletes are already in isolation, so they don't flunk a COVID test. When they get there, look at the athletes during the Tokyo Olympics. They're, you know, practically prisoners in their rooms. They're getting tested every day. They they cannot bring their coaches or their families. A lot of the fun of it for the athletes was already kind of being sucked out of it, though they're very competitive. Obviously, that's why they're at the Olympics. But at least during the Tokyo Olympics, they could be like on Zoom with their families and they're chatting and texting. And the idea that you're going to be like alone in a hotel room in Beijing and you're going to have some like burner phone where you can't even communicate with your family without worrying about your personal information being sucked out of it. I just think that's really kind of sad. Yeah. You know, really sad. And I was talking to several friends of mine because, you know, I have a lot of people who work in sports and who were at the Tokyo Olympics. And they said it was hard for people to understand how hard this whole thing is on the athletes to be so isolated. I have a number of friends who went with various teams to the Tokyo Olympics. And they said for the athletes who are used to having the support system in the form of their coaches and their families to to give that up to go to Tokyo was much harder on them emotionally than anyone really understood that they were they were so isolated it was they couldn't even mix with the other athletes so you're kind of you know trapped in your hotel room but at least they could communicate frequently with their friends and families and coaches back home and now with the burner phones you know who knows who they'll be able to communicate with if anyone um and here was another thing I thought about. So they, they've said, please leave your personal devices at home and just get a burner phone. And I thought, does everyone really even know what a burner phone is? I mean, I know just from watching. Yes, Liz, we all watch t- spy movies. We know. We know. I know, Julie. I know. Because when I, here's what I Googled burner phones and it came up. Burner phones at Walmart, burner phones at Target, burner phones at Amazon. And so then I really started to think, 
is everyone already buying burner phones? Like, <laughs> I don't know. Do you, do you guys have burners? Like, maybe that's that's a product, Liz. We could add to the satellite sister um, uh, product line: burner phones. <laughs> a satellite sister burner phone. That'd be kind of cute. Yeah, yeah, it would be cute. Because it said they said the important thing the people giving advice to the U.S. athletes is that you have to wipe all your personal information off your phone if you want to bring your phone. So I was just saying, a, I don't know how to do that. Right. And B, if I did do that, I would never get it back. So doesn't that mean you lose every password, you lose every sign in? Like that's quite a sacrifice, really. So, um, but apparently everyone in America knows that's too much of a sacrifice to make and we're all buying burner phones at walmart i just i was surprised that's all <laughs> very surprised at the ubiquity of the burner phone but good good luck athletes you know please please keep in touch uh whatever it takes we are here to support you all right next thing next uh winter sport update i mentioned a couple of weeks ago the docu-series on peacock called meddling which was about the 20 the, the 2002 uh figure skating scandal in uh in salt lake city and i noticed in the facebook group that quite a number of um listeners have watched the four-part series now and especially when i when i talked about it before i hadn't watched episode three or episode four it's insane the truth behind this scandal like the the russian mob is involved and like julie you you would love it the russian mobster who allegedly organized this whole thing he's in the document he agrees to be interviewed for the documentary like people are just like the French judge. Remember, she was the one that like, she, hey, she's in, yeah. yeah, she's in the documentary. So almost all of the like nefarious characters who you vaguely remember, for some reason, they all decided, sure, I'll be in the docu documentary. Anyway, so I encourage you to watch it. And because I, I think it's really um really entertaining but also just how complicated these international sports are and how much is riding on it for some of these countries and federations it's crazy so that that is called meddling and um executive produced by tara lipinski fyi and again so tara and johnny don't get to go bummer right yeah that so I, mean, I hope they're going to still have their incredible outfits when they're doing the commentation. <laughs> Let's hope so. Let's hope so. Okay. Yeah. So then one last thing I want to recommend from the sports desk, also on Peacock, there's a brand new documentary about Peekaboo Street, the downhill skier. And it's really, really a lot of fun. I mean, if you love skiing, if you love skiing fast, if you remember, or even if you don't remember Peekaboo Street, was the most successful American woman ever in the downhill until yeah. Lindsay, until Lindsay Vaughn came along. Um, and so you see her in Lillehammer, in Nagano, and in Salt Lake City. And one of the really interesting parts of the movie, which is why I recommend it, it is co-directed by Lindsay Vaughn. Mm. So Lindsay Vaughn met Peekaboo Street when she was nine years old at an autograph session, like in a little ski shop in Minnesota or something, and got Peekaboo to sign a poster. And then, of course, she went on to greatness. You know, Peekaboo went on to greatness, and then Lindsay Vaughn followed in her footsteps. So in this documentary, which is just 
it's just amazing to see people ski like that. At the very end, it's Lindsay Vaughn interviewing Peekaboo Street and she brings out this poster. She still had it framed in her bedroom at home. Oh, so she brings out the poster and, uh, and shows it to Peekaboo and it's really, really, uh, really a great moment. But it just goes to show also when you think about the impact these athletes have on the next generation and the inspiration. You look at how great the American women have been doing in skiing since Peekaboo Street, mm -hmm. and you realize what a catalyst she was for so many young women to say, I can do that. So, so I recommend the movie is just called Peekaboo, and it's on Peacock. So you're going to want to find Peacock because that's where a lot of the Olympics will be too. So I highly recommend it. It's really a lot of fun. Oh, good recommendation, Liz. I always loved her. I loved her. She was amazing. She's so, feisty. You know, it's always super feisty. I yeah. love her. Good. Yeah. Plus, what a name, Peekaboo. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I, I wish my parents had the forethought to name me Peekaboo. Well, well, you know better than Leon. You can chase. So you have the time, Leon. Go ahead and take it. It's a great well, name for a pickleball champion. <laughs> Liam, you know, there's Ian, Liam, there's even a scene in the movie, you know, how a lot of athletes, they have streets named after them in their hometown. Well, they did right. that for Peekaboo and oh. it's called Peekaboo Street. That's funny. <laughs> I love it. This, love it. Okay. There you go. Um, this is just uh, my personal thoughts. I want to speak out uh, on behalf of all disorganized people out there. Um, you know, January is the month where every magazine, every website, every TV show wants you to get organized, right? You're just, you've been, you've lived in chaos for the last 12 months. And in January, you're supposed to completely change your personality and start putting <laughs> things in tubs and it's going to change your life. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I saw this headline. Uh, uh, the real simple newsletter. It said 10 items for staying organized when you're naturally disorganized. Okay. Well, if you are naturally disorganized, what is the point of getting more <laughs> items to keep okay. you organized? I wish organized people would just keep it to themselves. You know, we're fine. We're totally fine. Yeah. We manage. You know, uh, you're not going to look at my desk and go, wow, there's an organized person, but I keep cranking out novels. Do you No. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> cranking out podcasts. <laughs> I mean, click through to the 10 items for staying organized when you're naturally disorganized. And one of them is a mug with cat ears on it. Okay. How is that going to help me? That's not going to help me. Okay. How about a... A, a pack of cute cat pens, also not going to help me stay organized. That's just so, more stuff that's going to get disorganized on my desk. Is I your just, problem the cat theme or just? It just happened to be cats. I okay. don't know if it, uh, the same thing would be true. Okay, Liz, how about this? One of the other items is a wooden penguin that you're supposed to hang your reading glasses on. Oh, I mean, nobody needs that. Nobody no. needs that, Liz. And it looks actually hard to get your glasses on that penguin nose is all I want to say. <laughs> so and, Liam, you and you love penguins. So I do. You know. yes. 
It seems like they insulted you right out, right out of the bat. Right out of the bat. I mean, it just feels like it's this unrelenting pressure to organize. And I feel like in my house, I mean, I have had to change my personality with my husband. I have, I'm organized in 95% of my house. If you could just leave me the other 5% without making me feel bad, (laughs) it's my closet and it's my desk. And the truth of the matter is I don't care what my linen closet looks like. I just, I can't worry about it anymore. I'm not going to stay up late. I'm not going to buy more things. I'm not going to be on my deathbed thinking I should have organized my linen closet more. No, you know, there's no possible way. And I think people who are hyper-organized, like my husband, they it's therapy for them, Julie, right? It's like the flower arranging. Yeah. Like he gets something out of it. I get zero out of organizing. <laughs> okay. <Zero>. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Okay. okay. Okay, so, so no more, no more shaming of disorganized. disorganized well, you need people. Yeah, you yeah. need another name for it besides disorganized because already that right. sounds dysfunctional. Yeah. You're just differently organized. Yeah. Differently yeah. organized. <laughs> Thank you, Liz. Freely <laughs> organized. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Loosely organized. <laughs> Any of those yes. are fine. You're an atypical organizer. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, Thank you. Thank you for understanding. Thank you for understanding. Thank you for understanding. Liz and Leanne here, and we are so grateful to have Osea support Satellite Sisters. Why? Because it's just a great product. Holy cow, do we, we love Osea's skin and body care. And you know what? This Mother's Day, just look no further than Osea. Spoil the moms in your life with the little luxuries from Osea. The moms, the stepmoms, the bonus moms, the people who bring a touch of something special to your life, aunts, grandmothers, they would love a little Osea this Mother's Day. And you can get 10% off your first order by using our code SATSisters at OseaMalibu.com. And Liz, you know what every mother and mother figure needs? What? More moisture, Liz. They need more moisture in their skin. (laughs) In no kidding. Skin. I mean, really, the creams, the lotions, the oils, I love it all. That duo they have going, oh. like, you can't miss with the duo of Osea. Liz, the mega moisture duo. Yes. You can you can literally see your skin get firmer, and it just delivers <laughs> this full body glow. Okay, you know we have raved about the Andaria Algae Body Oil. Mm-hmm. Well, pair that with the Andaria Collagen Body Oil. Youthful, Liz. A youthful glow is going to (laughs) happen. And it's infused with Osea's signature Undaria seaweed. So it just smells so delicious, doesn't it? I know you're talking about giving it as a gift. I also suggest just giving it to yourself (laughs) because you're worth it. (laughs) That's that's true. That is absolutely true. Okay, that moisture duo I mentioned too is a great value because you can save 16% plus the extra 10% with our code Sad Sisters. So this is it. This is a win-win-win Mother's Day gift. Spoil the moms in your life with clean vegan skincare and body care from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with the code SATSisters at oseamalibu.com. And you get free samples in every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Osea is spelled O-S-E-A. So head on over to oseamalibu.com and use code SATSisters for 10% off. Thanks, Osea.
All right. This is Leanne. We're back. Um, Hey, I want to mention a really fun promo that's going on right now. It was news to me. Sometimes the publisher calls me and says, Hey, something's happening. You should know about it. And uh, my book lost and found in Paris is coming out in two months, which is hard to believe. April is the pub day. I know it's it's exciting. It's bearing down on us now. And um, there is a pre-order program happening at Vromance, which is my local bookstore. So if you pre-order from Vromance in Pasadena, California, I can go in and sign that copy of the book. So it's a signed copy pre-order special. So you can pre-order anywhere. I would love it if you did it. Go into your indie and pre-order. That would be fantastic. It lets the book buyers know at your independent bookstore, this is a book people are interested in and you pre-order one copy and maybe they'll pre-order three or four more. You can pre-order at any of the online booksellers that you want to do. All pre-orders are great, but if you want a signed pre-order, Romans is doing that. And I'm only doing it at Romans because I have to physically sign the books. And so that's, that's someone said, can you do this at Powell's? But I would have to pay to fly to Portland to sign the books. And this, this is a more modest book tour this year in the age of COVID. So I'm not doing a lot of extra, extra special travel, but I am happy to go to Romans and sign the book. So I would love if you're interested in pre-ordering a book, particularly a signed copy, uh, that's the way to do it. We will put the link in the show notes. You have to click the link and then you have to write signed in the comment section. It's pretty easy when you do it. Um, There is a shipping fee, but if you order over $100, the shipping fee is waived. So you could order four of my books and you could give them away as gifts, which would be nice. Or you could order my book and three other books and that would get you over $100. Oh, I think go with door number one. I just think four of your book, Leanne. (laughs) Okay, Liz. Okay. Thank you, Liz. Thank you, Liz. So uh, I just wanted to mention that, and I will be mentioning it quite a bit, but it's exciting to have this pre-order opportunity. This was something that didn't happen with the last book because all the bookstores in America were closed. So it'd be fantastic if you pre-order anywhere, but if you want a signed copy, Romans in Pasadena is the place to do it. And um, Romans is such an amazing institution. Just, yes. And they are just a thriving great independent now. bookstore. That's yes. great. Oh, that's yeah, they great are. There. I mean, they really struggled in the beginning of the pandemic. I mean, a lot of these independent bookstores didn't have online selling and shipping because why would you? Because of Amazon, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like you can't compete against them. So why bother? So, you know, a lot of them really had to change their business model, gear up, get all that online shipping and distributing um, organized, which is a lot of work, you know, and not cheap. So they had to invest in all of that. And I'm happy to say Romans is really thriving. I hope I will have an in-person signing there April 6th in Pasadena. So stay tuned. It's loosely booked. I hope it's in person, Um, but more on book tour later, but the pre-order is happening. So thanks to everybody who has already pre-ordered. I can't tell you how much I appreciate it. All right. Uh, Entertaining sisters. I wanted to tell you about what looks to be a really cool, totally free online conference that's being organized by Maria Schreiber. Uh, I get her newsletter every Sunday, which I highly recommend. And um, she, she announced this in the newsletter. She's it's called radically reframing aging. Hmm, Yeah. It's a free online conference from February 28th through March 4th. 
Um, every day there's going to be different speakers. She has her famous friends appearing like Jamie Lee Curtis and Rob Lowe and Deepak Chopra, but also a lot of doctors with specialties in genetics or integrative medicine or neurology, metabolism, uh, dietitians, things like that. It, it looks like it's going to be really great and it looks really easy to do and engage with. It's free. All you have to do is enter an email to register, which I did. The content will be released every day from February 28th to March 4th, but you can watch on your schedule. So it, you can watch whenever you want, but it's Maria Shriver's Radically Reframing Aging Conference. And we'll put the links in the show notes and also in pep talk this week and we'll spread it all around. So I uh, just wanted to give people a tip off on that. Looks good. Okay. Thanks, Liam. Reframing aging. I'm yes. into that. Well, right. okay. So it's pickleball, Liz. That's the answer. <laughs> pickleball. Well, and it sort of relates to the movie I wanted to re-recommend. So last week I mentioned that last weekend and all this week that I was buying tickets to the Sundance Film Festival online and sort of participating in the film festival as much as I could and trying to support some of these, you know, indie movies. And one of the ones I was excited to see was a movie called Good Luck to You, Leo Grande, or Leo Grand. I'm not even sure how it's pronounced. And um, it's because it starred Emma Thompson and you cannot go wrong with, with Emma Thompson, I think. Exactly. And, and so, and this movie had been described as a sex positive dramedy. Sex positive, as the kids say. So basically, the idea is she had been widowed two years ago, and she decided she wanted to like rediscover a sex life, and and had never had a good one even when she was married. So it's sort of her coming back into herself at the age of sixty-two, and um, and sort of, and she does this by making an appointment with the sex worker, Leo Grande. And uh, basically the plot of the movie is her multiple visits with this young man who is an amazing Irish actor. Oh, hang on. He was in uh, Peaky Blinders. I had never seen him before. Where did I put his name? Daryl McCormick. If you ever saw Peaky Blinders, Daryl McCormick. Anyway, so the movie is really, it's just two people. It's a real pandemic movie. It's just two people, Emma Thompson, Daryl McCormick in a hotel room over multiple scenes. But it's- Oh, wow. Yes. But I just- It's like more like a play than a movie almost. Exactly, Julie. It feels okay. like you could see it as a play. Okay. And, um, but it was originally written as a movie. And even though I just described the plot like it's easy to assume all kinds of things about this movie that that aren't true like it's not it's sexy but you don't actually see any of the sex they cut away it's very it's very tasteful so don't be afraid of that also that she's getting a lot of um press for the fact that she's got a big nude scene she's 62 years old and she's got a big nude scene in this movie and so you assume the nude scene has to do with having sex, but it doesn't. It's not a spoiler for me to tell you that the nude scene is really just her at a certain point in the movie, standing completely naked in front of a mirror, really looking at herself, just really looking at herself and, and appreciating. That's horrible. Julie's that's choking. Horrible. I think, I know. are you okay, Julie? See, yes. Julie, that's why I thought I would mention, because I think 
we all are afraid to really look at ourselves, right? That's really what this movie is about. It's not so much her having sex with this guy or anything. It's really just like accepting her body, radically reframing aging. It, okay. it totally touches on all of that. And it's just sort of her at, the, at being a woman of a certain age, being able to appreciate who she really is and uh and her age and everything about her identity so but it's also super funny i'm making it sound like it's 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 deep yet funny there were four of us that watched the movie together all four of us loved it oh okay um, that's a that's a good yeah did and you have a duchenne smile on your face when you when you watch the movie Liz? yes because yeah. there are parts of it that are so funny because yeah. she is a religious education teacher so this is quite a turn of events for her to be finding herself doing something like this and so just her own um nervous <laughs> habits it's just it's just super she's yeah, so don't great. tell us too much more no, you're on the verge of spoiling the movie so no, good that's no. enough yeah okay i don't want to spoil the movie right. i just so, so the only thing i'm going to mention also so then i found this other short at sundance uh that's called worst enemy and it also relates to the same theme of aging and body image and body acceptance. It is written and directed by Lake Bell, who's very smart and talented, and it stars Michaela Watkins. But the plot of this short is a woman buys like a giant Spanx and then gets stuck in it. Like oh, that's funny. So there you <laughs> that's go. Funny. That's there we go. We're reframing a few things here with some of these things. So I just wanted to recommend both of those two things. Liz, that sounds really good. Are you going to be watching more from uh, the? Uh, yes. yes. All right. We really look forward to these re uh, reports. Mm -hmm. I prefer draping. That's all I'm going to say. But well, <laughs> we'll carry on. You know, I mean, one of a one of the series that I started to watch during the pandemic was Ozark. Uh, and I don't know whether it was because the pandemic's been so dark. It just really appealed to me. You know, this is with Jason Bate, Bateman and Laura Linney. I mean, it's outstanding. The acting is outstanding. And so now uh, season four, the first half of it was just released. So I spent the weekend at the Lake of the Ozarks uh, with Jason Bateman and uh, Laura Linney. And if you haven't seen this series, it's essentially bad people doing bad things to each other. Okay. <laughs> that is it. And I've do, seen the first three seasons and that totally describes yes, the first three really bad things. And Liz season four, the badness intensifies. That's all I can say. But the reason to watch it, I think is Laura Linney. She is so outstanding. And she, she in season four, she is even more uh, bad than she's ever been. And uh, so I recommend it. But I we, I we finished watching it and I thought I am never going to be able to sleep again in my life. I cannot, you know, go to bed after after watching Ozark. So um, as a palate cleanser, I recommend the Disney movie Snow Dogs, uh, which goes which really will just help you sleep uh, to see some talking dogs. Who doesn't love that? And uh, that's what I would recommend. Ozark. That was, this is just you and your husband watching yes. Snow Dogs. Yes. Okay, nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You could no. You could, couldn't couldn't sleep after what we saw. Ozark Snow Dogs. That's all right. Well, we definitely have a theme here at Entertaining Sisters because I just finished Valerie Bertinelli's new memoir that's out called Enough Already. And, you know, I like Valerie Bertinelli. 
Bertinelli. You always have, yeah. Uh, yes. I know you she, love her cooking show, right? Lynn? Her cooking show is great. I've liked all the TV shows she's been in. I She's been a part of my life for a long time because she has been on screen since she was, uh, you know, 15 hmm. uh, in one day at a time. And she's pretty much worked steadily ever since then. And she just turned 60. So the book is called Enough Already. And she it's more of a pep talk than anything else, which is why I think our, our listeners will like it. She was inspired to write it by turning 60. Uh, she lost Eddie Van Halen, who was her first husband. She was divorced from him, but for 20 years, they had a very, very close relationship, even though they were divorced uh, and they remained close until his death. So that death was a real loss for her. She's in the midst of getting divorced from her current husband, Tom, who people will know from cooking with Valerie or Valerie's home cooking. Uh, so we're sorry about that. She doesn't go into that too much, but she's also just reached the point where she's done with trying to lose that same 10 pounds over and over and over again. <laughs> so she's definitely someone that has like struggled with her weight her whole life, which is mm-hmm. why when you were talking about the chocolate bar, Julie, I was thinking about Valerie, <laughs> like just eat the chocolate bar, you know, but she <laughs> has been in the public eye and she's had you know, good years and bad, as many of us have, she keeps losing the same weight and regaining it and losing it and regaining it. And so she just said enough already. So there's a lot, in the, the book kind of drifts between all of those subject matters. And there's some good little rock and roll behind the scenes and, you know, good stories about TV behind the scenes and about cooking behind the scenes and things like that. But it's really just more of a pep talk. It's sort of musings on being 60 and saying enough already to a bunch of the stuff in her life. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it very much. So her memoirs out now and I liked it. Uh, that's okay. great. Yeah, that's, that's good. It's good. She did a good job, Val. Um, all right. Next week on the show, we're going to be talking to author Carol Wallace. New book is out. It's called Our Kind of People. It's about the Gilded Age. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very, very similar to the Gilded Age on HBO that just debuted this week. So if you enjoyed that and want to know more about that time period in American history, Carol has written historical fiction, but she's also also written history, history, history and historical fiction. Her her book uh, about American prince, about rich American girls who married um, British lords. Uh, became sort of the basis for Downton Abbey. And now it's quite uh, unusual that she has this book out about the Gilded Age when the creator of Downton Abbey, Mm. Julian Fellows, is just releasing that TV show on HBO. Hmm, Makes me wonder. Anyway, (laughs) Carol has a lot to say. We're going to be talking to Carol. That will be fun. Also, way deep in her resume, she was one of the writers on the original Preppy Handbook. So that's just one of those fun pieces of her resume. (laughs) That's next week on Satellite Sisters. Uh, A big thanks to Sergio Enriquez and to Emily Loudermilk for supporting us and making the show sound and look great. We really appreciate everything you do. Um, How about our to-do list for the week? Liz, what do you got? Well, you know, Leanne, the past couple of weeks, we have been uh, working on a new platform to post our podcast. We discussed a little bit of that on the show. And I've been running my entire work empire here from a very small old MacBook Air. So I decided, and you encouraged me to like bite the bullet and get a new big computer, like a real desktop desktop computer. Right. I have not had a desktop and I can't remember the last time I had a desktop. So I decided to just, you know, buy an iMac. But here was the thing, the iMac are in 
it's in all these colors now. Yes, and, you know, so bright, beautiful, bright colors, but kind of pastel-y. And I just, I just wasn't sure what color I wanted. And the the Apple Store here in Santa Monica, you're not allowed to go in there and shop anymore. You have to like make a reservation to pick up something. But it's like I don't know what color should I get. And then as I'm ordering the computer last week, it popped up on my screen that it was Prince's birthday. So I got the purple. Oh, (laughs) perfect, Liz. Thank you, Julie. Yes, it was like a sign from the universe. Okay, I have to pick a color. It's Prince's birthday. It's got to be purple. So now, so it'll be delivered at some point this week. Really looking forward to my new purple computer. Liz, I am so happy for you. You're going to love your your desktop, your second screen. The purple is going to make you so happy. I've always last year. So I couldn't get a colored one. My son was like, just uh-huh. wait a year. I was like, I can't wait a year. I got stuff to do. You, you're going to love it. They're beautiful. Okay. Oh, okay. I'm very happy for you, Liz. All right. I'm happy for us too, Julie, but I'm happy for you, Liz. <laughs> yeah. <I'm> happy. <laughs> All right. Well, go Rams. I mean, I, I can't believe it. Uh, I, I haven't really had a pro football team in a long time since growing up in New England, New York area. We like the giants, but I've never really assimilated to another pro team. But now that, you know, the Rams are here in Los Angeles and one of my friend's sons actually plays on the Rams. Like I, you're kidding. So you have a a reason to root for him. You feel very close. Yes. It feels like a hometown team. It feels like rooting for the kid from high school. So yeah, he's a, he plays on the Rams. He went to high school here in LA and then played at the university of Washington and now plays for the Rams. And so uh, it's just kind of fun to know somebody on the team. So go Rams. Yeah, you can you get some nice jerseys for the big game, Liam. That will be good. You can wear those jerseys to pickleball too. So that should work out. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, this weekend, uh, we are, we're, some of my, our grandchildren are going to be over at our house. We're going to be babysitting and we're not going to make cookies or do anything like that. We are having Nana's IT workshop. That's what we're holding because somehow my iPhone and my earbuds are not in sync. And okay, please. I've t- tried all the obvious things I've done. I've looked up on help. I can't sync them up. So we're going to have Nana's IT workshop. I'm going to hand my phone and my earbuds to my 12 year old grandson and he's going to fix it for me. So I'm pretty excited. That's good. Your 12 year old grandson probably already has a burner phone too. Yes, you know? he probably does. <laughs> Based on what my research has told me. Okay. <laughs> all right. That's the show for this week. As always, thank you for listening. We appreciate all of the listeners. Remember to share this, sisters. You can send this show to someone you think will really enjoy pickleball uh, <laughs> <laughs> or any of the topics we <laughs> we talked about today. Just hit share the show. It's right there on your phone. Uh, all right, sisters. Have a great week. You, you too, too Liam. And don't forget, call your satellite sister. Okay.